Hi, I'm so glad you've joined me on Stay Tuned. This is season two, episode 89. And this week we are learning a little bit about some shows that started their life for shows for kids, but then were revamped decades later, more for adults. And I really hope you have as much fun hearing about them as I did exploring and researching them. And today we get to start with um, one of my very favorite animation sitcoms in a podcast I called I'm Feeling a Little Loony. You know, if you wait long enough, everything comes back into style. Some of the new movies which debuted recently have been A Star is Born, Dirty Dancing, and Hitchcock's classic The Birds. All white kitchens that were popular in the 1950s have returned. In my opinion, most of the reboots are lackluster and not nearly as good as the originals. Case in point, The Parent Trap. At least for me, the original Disney version with Haley Mills I thought was much better than the remake with Lindsay Lohan. Sometimes a gem is created. Father of the Bride with Steve Martin and Diane Keaton is just as entertaining, if not better, than the original, I think. From 1930 through 1969, Warner Brothers produced tons of Looney Tunes cartoons, the golden age being 1944 to 1964. Many of us grew up with these cartoons and watched them in syndication with our kids. In 1996, many of these characters were featured in Space Jam, and a new generation of fans were created. In May of 2011, Warner Brothers again debuted Looney Tunes. Created by Spike Brandt and Tom Servone, 52 episodes were produced in two seasons of shows that ran until August of 2014 on the Cartoon Network. In reading the reviews of the shows and perusing blogs about the show, many people felt cheated by this new adaptation and considered it a betrayal of the Looney Tunes branding. I, on the other hand, love them. In 2011, the gang had grown up, just as I had. Bugs Bunny lived in a wealthy, middle-class neighborhood. He made his fortune inventing a new carrot peeler and even won a Nobel Prize for it. The 30-minute sitcom included adult-oriented humor and dialogue-driven scripts, but it also appealed to kids. We had three different generations watching it at our house, and everyone enjoyed it. Bugs has a great sense of humor. He's extremely patient, which is good because now Daffy lives with him. Their relationship is a cross between Felix and Oscar on The Odd Couple and George and Jerry on Seinfeld. Daffy tries a variety of get-rich-quick schemes, but none of them pan out. He can't hold a job. He's either fired for incompetence or he quits from laziness. He is constantly making trouble for bugs with his friends and neighbors. Daffy is self-focused and rude to everyone. However, he truly wants to be a good person, and his heart sometimes gets in the way of his harebrained schemes, no pun intended. Both characters are voiced by Jeff Bergman. The rest of the Looney Tune characters are also in the show. Porky, voiced by Bob Bergen, is highly intelligent and interested in culture. Daffy often tries to manipulate him. Porky quit his boring corporate job and opened his own catering service. He also serves on the city council. We see Porky writing and performing opera on various episodes. Speedy Gonzalez, played by Fred Armisen, runs a pizza joint called Pizza Reba. The rest of the cast often dine there. Several minor characters are Bugs' neighbors. Yosemite Sam, voiced by Maurice LaMarche, lives next door and causes no end of problems for Bugs, who tolerates him almost as well as he does Daffy. Granny lives across the street with Tweety, voiced by the amazing June Foray. Granny was an Allied spy during World War II and now teaches piano. I'm not sure of all the details, but apparently the show did not have permission to use the witch Hazel, so Lisa, who looks identical to her, and is her name spelled backwards, 
lives down the street, voiced by Roz Ryan. Elmer Fudd shows up now and again as a local news reporter. Lola, who appeared in Space Jam, is again Bugs' girlfriend. She is a bit scatterbrained and fast-talking, but likable. Kristen Wiig plays Lola. Daffy also has a long-suffering girlfriend, Tina. Tina is a female duck who works at the copy place. She's very practical and tries to get Daffy to grow up and become responsible. She was voiced by both Jennifer Esposito and Annie Mumalo. There is a bit of friends-like atmosphere about the show. The characters have character flaws, but they're all likable and fun-loving. The plots feature adult problems and issues, dating, careers, fulfilling dreams, and mundane chores like going to the DMV. There are three episodes that stand out for me as my favorites. In one newspaper thief produced in 2011 and spread those wings and fly in 2013 are two shows that feature a lot of the humor that makes the show so much fun. In Newspaper Thief, Daffy accuses the neighbors of stealing his newspaper. Bugs lectures him and they plan a dinner party in order for Daffy to apologize. But instead of apologizing, he gets Porky to help him with a trap to capture the thief. There are some really great one-liners in this show. In Spread Those Wings and Fly, Daffy and Porky go to hear a motivational speaker. Daffy is a skeptic and wants nothing to do with it. Of course, he's the one reeled in, buys the books and all the motivational tapes. Porky understands the goal is to fly by pursuing your dreams, but Daffy takes it literally. He takes flying lessons, planning on becoming a pilot. He is a terrible pilot and wrecks the plane. So then he becomes a stewardess, wearing high heels, even though Bugs explains guys can now be flight attendants. He quits when he realizes he literally flies back and forth to a city and doesn't get any time to sightsee. The ending of the show has everyone invited to Porky's opera debut. Porky has now pursued his dream of singing and performs for his friends. He's amazing, but Daffy totally misses his talent and complains about him the entire evening. Before they leave, the camera pans to Daffy's feet and shows him still wearing the high heels. He tells Bug he likes the height they give him. My favorite show, though, is Best Friend Redux. Bug's best friend, Rodney, whom he met at camp when they were young, comes to visit for a couple days. Daffy tries to figure out if he or Rodney is Bugs' best friend. Bugs tells him adults don't have best friends, they just have friends. Daffy tries to make Bugs jealous by hanging out with Porky. When that doesn't work and he gets bored listening to Bugs and Rodney reminisce, Daffy steals Lisa's time machine. He goes back to the camp and convinces Rodney to go home, tells him they are overbooked. It works, though little Porky, who was at the camp in another cabin, gets brought back to the future by mistake. Daffy takes him to the adult Porky's house and drops him off. He then goes home, only to realize that Bugs has no idea who he is. Lisa finds out and explains to Daffy that he can't change history without changing the present. Because Bugs never met Rodney, he never met Daffy, because he meets Daffy at the post office mailing a letter to Rodney. Daffy finally realizes his error and goes back in time again, taking little Porky back with him. He stops Rodney's bus and lets him go back to camp and introduces him to Bugs. But then he puts little Porky into the cabin with them instead of the boring one he was supposed to be in. At the end of the show, Rodney realizes why Daffy looks familiar. He says he looks just like one of their camp directors, Chuck Winanaki, which confuses Bugs, who says that was not the camp director's name. Daffy quickly changes the subject. It seems like most people love or hate the reboot of Looney Tunes. Take a day and have a Looney Tunes fest. 
Both seasons are available on DVD. You can revisit your nostalgic youth while enjoying the show from an adult point of view. I'd love to hear what you think of the show.